So Maxwell, yeah. just tell us whenever you're ready to take the photo. Okay. I installed this button to do the screenshot. So it's really fierce. Okay, ready? One. Yeah, it's good install widget. Okay, one, two, three, widget. Did I do it? Okay, no way. I guess this widget isn't that great. Hang on. One, two. <laughs> Hang on. One, two. <laughs> ah! I think I did it. Did I do it? No, it's recording. I wow, I didn't know it could do that. Hang on. Uh, Maxwell, just take a else. just take a regular old school. Uh, no, you can work your widget the other. I guess I'll have time. to work my widget another day. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, my widget malfunctioned. Okay, one, two, three, widget. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. Uh, I'm your host, Tony Soto. Joining me, as always, Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm present with smoothie in hand. In hand. Yes, and oat milk on the joggers. We have Diana DeLuna. Oh, hello, the uh, resident mother of the Tony Soto Show. Uh, I like that position for you. Speaking of resident mother, I don't know, A, I don't know, my mother doesn't even want to be my mother, so I'm not sure how quickly you should really want to sign on to this. But also, <laughs> so uh, we, we have a great group text, and I get a text message, I don't know, it was probably like 6.15, 6.20 in the morning, and uh, Maxwell had shared the tea that happened to Matthew Camp's home about it burning down, and I was like, why? And in my head, I was like, why? Just why not to the, and he was told that mother of the Tony Soto show said that maybe Maxwell texts too early. What is did that about? Yes, she did. She said that to me when we were off the air last week. She goes, you do text the group chat early. You made a comment about it. And I was like, oh, well, I? I was so amped about spilling the tea. I wanted to talk about it. It was like five in the morning and I didn't know who else to talk about it, but our group chat. And I was like, well, I don't want to disturb Diana at 6 a.m. So I will fill her in oh. at maybe 8 a.m. when she is more, when she's had her coffee. Oh, yeah, that's well. I I will exchange shitty comment for shitty comment. I apologize. I did not mean that. Um, oh, I don't care. But I think I really was coming. I really was coming off of my brother FaceTimed me at like seven thirty in the morning, and I was like, "This is really bold." Well, this is a bold choice. So maybe I was coming off of that. Why does everybody want me so? Well, early? and I wasn't really <laughs> offended. I do wake up unseasonably early. I know everybody's like, "Why are you up at five in the morning?" And I'm like, "I just wake." We are early risers. Yeah. We are. Mm-hmm. We are early All risers. All three of us are pretty but early also, risers. Well, that's why. That's why when I initiated texting, like, "Hey, are we gonna do uh, a rock a love review?" Uh, and then you responded. That's when I was like, all right, Maxwell, you're on. Perform. Perform. <laughs> the best part was I was busy. I was really busy. I didn't even I know. respond for like and an then hour. You didn't come, I know. Then you didn't oh, yeah. come back with the tea. And I was like, what a fucking jerk. What was, what was I doing? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, hi, Maxwell. Hello. 
How are you holding up? You know what? I am okay. This week has definitely been one of those weeks where I've just like looked around and been like, I hate everybody. You know? Oh, have you been tested? I just feel like not even personally tested. I just feel like there's it's just a world is very challenging. So I'm focusing on my victories and myself and my health, my mental health. I you guys, I did something very big at the beginning of the year that I didn't talk about. I paid off my credit card that I moved to LA. Uh that I moved to LA on. I've been saving my um unemployment. Finally got that five hundred dollars down, huh? God. (laughs) If only it was five hundred dollars. If only it was $500. No, but it feels great. I mean, so I'm really trying to take that energy and move forward, focus on my mental health. I've been working out more, you know, doing things that I could control because the world is out of control. So that's kind of where I'm at this week. So I've been baking, I've been hanging, I've been running. Do you feel that the world's, uh, I mean, granted, I I think that, you know, things are definitely not uh, ideal, but I mean, I feel a little calmer. uh, but may- maybe that's just me. How are you, Diana? You know, it's amazing uh, how your mood can change when you're no longer like doom checking Twitter. Like for four years, <sighs> I woke up every morning to check Twitter just to make sure like we still lived in a freeish country uh, <laughs> and that he wasn't going to blow something up Im- imminently. Yeah. So I know I do feel that kind of release, release and like... Uh, you know, no personal joyful things going on. I just feel a little bit lighter. Yeah, I well, and see, but this is the thing too. I kind of feel like, uh, you know, the la- well, the last four years, uh, but especially the last 11 months, it's kind of been like nothing new to report, nothing new to report. But for some reason, there's, a, there's like this aura or this sense in the air that like, okay, reconstruction begins now. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you're looking at what Biden is saying he's going to do and trying to do, you know, a hundred million vaccines in his first hundred days. I mean, it's, it's pretty lofty. And, but, but I think that honestly, when Democrats are in power uh, and they are allowed to govern, I believe that they can actually do it. So I'm a little more at peace. Plus, let us not forget that we just had uh, the, the hottest January weekend like it was in the nineties. I was in Malibu. I went to yeah. I went to Malibu with uh, Jay Frick. Yeah, yeah with Jay Frick from Go Wig or Go Home. We decided to go up to uh, El Matador, which is one of my favorite Malibu beaches. And so I'm tan. So I have a January yeah. like kiss of sun. So I'm in a great headspace. Isn't it just crazy on how just a little bit of uh, brown flesh? Vitamin D. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you feel way less crazy about being fatter because you can't lose it, brown it, you know? I, that's why I go on my runs. I get my recharge. I really do just like love getting out of the house and just spending like an hour, 30 minutes to an hour just like in the sun being like, this is why I pay high property tax for. Like, you know, like, like yeah. this is what I ran away from, like for, it's January. I mean, even though the world I is mean, hot and melting and that's also scary, but like, you know. Well, all I'm hearing yeah. now is like the Midwest is like, oh, it's been barely winter. And I'm like, oh, wow, shit. So it's really hot in Michigan and shit. It's like the world is coming to it. I mean, we have Santa Ana winds right now that are like blowing reporters off the street. This is crazy. This is what I'm just saying. Can we- Well, and that's why I think like my optimism lies in, it's very hard to obstruct 
like common sense, right? We're also, everything is so shitty. It's been revealed. It's going to be really hard for conservatives to obstruct like some common sense shit that we all know we deserve now. Yeah. Well, let's hope that like, let's hope that a lot of these more uh, centrist Democrats think we need it too. Because, uh, yeah. th- you know, this is what we, uh, there's, there's a lot, of, oh, listen, the political front, I'm just like, I'm just trying to get to the inauguration. Uh, but I'm scared <laughs> of the inauguration. What's going to happen? What are those people going to do? Gaga's going to sing. I mean, great. Yeah. And, the, the, <laughs> Gaga. Gaga. and then what, but what are the, what are all our dads going to do outside? The ones that are pissed off yelling with their tiki torches and their khaki polos. Like, what about all those guys? Well, this is. This is what kind of blew my mind is there, you know, because, you know, they're vetting all of these, you know, there's more troops on the ground in the capital than there are uh, overseas uh, protecting our interests right now, which is crazy. But they were just like, they just had to uh, relieve two uh, National Guard people of their duties because they did a background check and found that they were like militia uh, connected. Mm -hmm. It's like, when you can't trust the cops, to truly protect you like so many off-duty cops were like out on the capitol storming the capitol like it, it's like the poison is deep y'all the poison is and then deep. you so, wonder so, well i'm excited we'll be doing background uh, checks again and then complete background checks say, again. and then you wonder why i've been so bleak like things have felt bleak you know it's like mm-hmm. the dumb is like kind of everywhere like even in the people i know whether it's like you know, it's white supremacist dumb or like ignoring COVID dumb. I just feel like it's like, I'm just constantly like, not even like doom scrolling, but just having conversations with my friends that are just like, I'm still going on vacation. Uh, and I'm just like, how, how? And I had, like, I had to mute someone on uh, Instagram recently because they started making their stories a little Trumpy. And I was like, not on Instagram. Okay, not, not on this one, not on the picture one, you know? And like, I think that's uh-uh. what's been so hard is it really has been, cause I always talk about how I do a really good job at keeping my social media very not negative, but the negativity is coming from my peers now. It's like, like this internal fight yeah. that I've been like, so I'm just really trying to, I am like actually putting down my phone and spending less time online because it is like, it's, it's like the, wow. the Kool-Aid, like pe- wow. everybody is like upsetting me. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. That, that in itself is a revolution. I know. That she is she is she is clicking off the interwebs. I've actually spent more time like reading the actual news instead of like looking on social media. You're saying so many words that are weird right now to us. I love the news. <laughs> you said I know, read the news. I love the news app on my phone. I got a, a a year subscription to the Apple Plus News or whatever. So there's no I could read all the stories. I get the audios. I get the videos. It's so fierce. I love. Wait, because it's out. Like, isn't Apple one of those ones? Like, it won't even let you look at the article. Like, the moment you click on a link, it's like you have to. You know what? Don't you well, dare. I, Just give me I my think news. That's, that's I why think, I'm a PBS. I was going to say. I think that's you know? the publication though, because some of them are free. But like, like LA Times costs money. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think that's on Apple. Yeah. I think that's on the. But that I was is gonna a. Say, I think that's on a. That is a very. Oh, I love that. That's a what, Diana? LA Times is great. I, LA Times subscription. I love having access. You should do it. Very worthwhile. No one's getting out of kill her thought. There's, it's a lot of head shaking, and I'm like, what are we agreeing to? We love LA Times. 
Oh, okay. Okay. We love real yeah. journalism. All right, great. I'm sorry. Guys, listeners, if sometimes you can just like if you were like a fly on the wall trying to manage this Zoom conversation, you would give me an award. You absolutely would, because I have it coming. Um uh, isn't it crazy though that January is like I feel like when does when can 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 the time slow down now a little bit though? Cause like I I feel like even since as no as the beginning of the election, you know, I've just been like, okay, well we have to get through to this part. We have to get through this part. Now I'm just hoping because I feel like we have rushed through my first or my second 40th birthday to where we are right now. Lightning speed, lightning speed. I mean, yeah. Well, I, Diana, you just had a birthday and it feels like fucking uh, six months ago. Um, I just moved a few months ago. Oh, God, and that I seems can't like even that. remember no, that, my yeah, last apartment. That seems like never. Like it seems like you've always lived in that cottage. <laughs> exactly. If my exactly. roommate moved out a little over five weeks ago now, and like, oh my God, that's uh, and you've been uh, you've been living solo with Bay forever. <laughs> oh my God, see, and this is the thing. This is like momentous stuff <laughs> that that seems like ages ago and it really is and it's not like we haven't talked about all these things as if they were i mean my 30th I, birthday I, is gonna... gonna be tomorrow not literally but it's gonna feel like it that's coming up oh my god i was like wait what no i would never let you forget my birthday we'll no. talk about it all uh, march don't don't well we're gonna be easy with it don't don't be crazy about it you know you you turn to 30 in the pandemic this will be my second pandemic birthday and i will do what i want to okay (laughs) also 30 is a very big deal like i think i mean don't worry yeah you might get two episodes for this that's a that's an important don't worry i'm not getting on an airplane i'll do what i want to either but i will talk about it all fucking month 30s uh i'll tell you that 30 is momentous absolutely but you know also that is the decade that will zip by the fastest that's yeah that's what i realized i feel like i was 30 for like maybe two weeks and then i turned 40 for the second time and i was like well what the fuck yeah 20 (laughs) has felt like a really generous time so i actually hope that 30 kind of flies by i hope it's fast and fun i kind of feel like I, I kind of feel like I'm hoping that this like late summer, early fall, I, 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 I'm, I'm really kind of banking and hoping that, that we're going to be out on the streets again. I think I'm ready officially to be out on the streets again. I am not ready to be out on the streets. No, I no. I want to see what the rest of this spring looks like. Yeah. And then I think by summer, I'm going to be ready to be out in these streets again. But I can chill for the spring and give this the full year pandemic that it probably deserves. I'm so uh, I'm so tired of hearing about 65 and older, though. I'm like, when is my HIV going to get me this vaccine? When is my HIV going to get me this vaccine? I want it. I want one. Well, and where do, they, where do they ex- where do they explain what pre uh, conditions count? I don't know, girl. I don't know. Even, how do you even prove you work in childcare and health? Do you know what I mean? Like, what paperwork do you? I didn't even know that many old people lived in LA. There's like lines outside of Dodger Stadium. I'm like, where did they all come from? I've never seen you. Yeah, don't they all move to Arizona? Yeah, eventually? I was like, are all of you guys working in TV? That's why these shows are uh, so racist. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what I love about this show. Y'all, y'all double the positivity, but we could always just blissfully go into ageism, can't we? Just those old people everywhere in LA, uglying up our city with their old bones. And I mean, whatnot. I don't even know what they look like. Hey, if maybe I don't think they're ugly. If maybe they no, they just want to be heard so badly that I just can't get them out of my well, mind. Well, they need they to speak up talking. then, all right? Can you speak up, old? Can you speak up a little bit? If you're gasping from your bed and you're trying to be heard, get a megaphone or something, because they can't. I'm not, I'm, oh my God. Oh, okay, wait, we have a, we have, we have a few more seconds. So I fucking had to go to the dispensary, which I fucking hate because I hate buying weed. Uh, from like corporations, but I will tell you, nothing will make you feel older than going to a fucking dispensary now. Like you're in your mask, you know, they have those thick plexiglass and those people and you know, the people who are working there bless their fucking hearts, but they do not try to raise their voices behind their mask. I'm like, I have my my ear pressed to the plexi just trying to hear. You're so brave for like, even putting what? your face on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't. Oh, obviously, I, I was. I'm, I'm being. This is for dramatics. I'm trying to tell a fucking fun, fun story here, Maxwell. Sorry. I mean, you can't. Fun with a little bit of lies. I didn't actually touch. Okay, you can't. The you can't say jokes like that during these times. I mean, you also made a joke earlier about old people gasping for air during a respiratory pandemic, and I started a <laughs> spiral. Which I yeah, only I'm got like, right no, now. No, he said that. <laughs> I would explain it. I was like, not not old people gasping for air. They're not now. They're getting vaccinated. They're getting plugs full of fucking beautiful juice that I'm not getting. Where's mine? We're all gasping for air, is what yeah, I have to say. Yeah, absolutely. When do I? When can? Nope, nope. Never mind. You're right. You're right. How about? How about we take a break? <laughs> how about we take a break? Now, allegedly, when we get back from the break, we're gonna have our guest who is uh, one of the contestants from our favorite show, Slag Wars season one. Uh, we'll be back with Nikki Monet. We'll be back. Hey everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, The Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. And listen, we're continuing our slaggy January. We have openly said that Slag Wars is our favorite show Change and we can't life. wait for season two. <laughs> Changed our lives. And one of the best characters, that's right, because that show needed a little touch of America. We have the fabulous- You, you mean the, the best character. The best character. <laughs> she, she does her own intros here. We have Nikki <laughs> Monet. Nikki. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks Hi. for joining us. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being on. So here's my first question. Um, mm -hmm. It's like- Straight into it. Just, just straight into it. No pleasantries. Just straight into it because oh, I God, have I love to- for you to just- Shove it in. Ah! Yeah, the pain done and over with. Well, I, I have to think that it was probably more stressing to go on as the only American than the only trans girl on, on Slag Wars. <laughs> like the American uh, stamp is probably a little harder to, to deal with. What did, did you have any issues being the only American? 
Um, so I knew I was the only American. No, 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 no. I, I that wasn't even like. Um, are you talking about like prior going on or like being there? Because I knew that I was the only American. Um, you know, it was COVID, and um, that was like a rule here. We were supposed to film in LA and do all that shit, and then um, they were like, uh, "No, you can't film here." So uh, we had to go over the pond, and uh, so I knew it was. I knew it was gonna be a. Uh, a very loud-mouthed American on the show, and it was going to be me, and that was it. So, um, no, I did not think anything of it except for, oh, okay, I'm going to be the bitch that talks on this show because, <laughs> you know, British people are very quiet. Sophie and Rebecca are, um, you know, how I was like a girl born in a boy's body. Well, Sophie and Rebecca are Americans born in, in British girls' bodies. <laughs> so they're not, they're not like your normal... English gals, if you will, they're they're very you loud don't and say. opinionated. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Before we get too yeah. deep into the uh, interview, uh, we should talk about what happened to Matthew deep. Camp. Uh, about his house, how his yeah. house was just burned the fuck down. Have you talked to Matthew? Yeah. Um, is he doing? I have. Right? Yeah. Is this how tabloids get started? <laughs> Source. Trans sources. Oh. <laughs> um, We're gonna sell this yeah. interview later. <laughs> so I, so I spoke to Matt and Six, um, and they are both okay. Um, they are being cared for by friends um, from the show. Actually, Topher, um, our writer oh, and creative yeah. producer of the show, yeah, he um, he started their GoFundMe. He's going up there today now to. Um, go go be with them they literally lost everything they 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 got a rental that night mm. um in their town to go stay at and um Topher's gonna go over there and I guess figure stuff out with them and um not even a pair of underwear poor things like uh, it's just like it's hell and I'm angry for the Matt okay so I've known Matthew for a very long time and six and Matthew's my brother. I call him big brother. When we were in the house in London, um, he was like my protector. Anytime we're together, he's like my protector. He makes sure when we're walking down the street that nobody like approaches me or he always walks to the right of me when we're in the street. So cars don't hit me. Like he's such a brother to me that I'm angry. And I told him, I texted him. My first text was, I'm happy you're alive. And then my second text was, let's get the motherfucker. I'm getting on a plane next week. And he just, he started laughing. He's like, that's why I fucking love you. Oh my God, you always know how to make me laugh. And I'm like, bitch, I'm telling you, I'm not making you laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really I mean, going to get that I mean, that kind, that, that was, that was like unbelievable destruction. So and crazy. just the, just the, the, the camera footage, the footage is, is so creepy. So and surreal. Yeah, weird. Creepy. You know, you know what <laughs> I hate most about this whole situation is headlines from New York Times and all this shit about Halloween houses burnt down due to satanic rituals and shit like yeah, what? I saw that today. Yes, that is that is his that is his religion and it is his church and it is his spiritual practice. But that has nothing to do like someone's two people's lives were being burnt down. Yeah. But you want to talk about the Halloween house and the the Satanists that live in it? Like, come on. Um, it, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, but you know, let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's talk about that's you. Let's talk about you. Uh, well, you know what? That's my favorite topic. I, yeah. I, 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 
Yeah, traumatic events that happen to other people. That's a very big. No, you know what? Here. You know what, Matt? You know what Matt would say? Matt would be like, "Okay, yeah, great for me, but get Nikki to make you laugh right now." So <laughs> that's what he would say. So I'm talking like he's fucking dead or something. Matt, I hope you hear this, and we we love you, and we send our condolences and um and forget fuck you. We're gonna talk about me now. Yes, right? we are because you were. Uh... Uh, an openly trans, you are an openly trans woman who was on Slag Wars season one. And I want to start off right, right out. No, it was. Um, because uh, I, I remember on the show, I believe when you were doing your confessional stuff, you were kind of like, I hope that there's another girl on the show. And that was uh, not the case. You, uh, I, I want to know what, well, what it was like for you living in that house. Because I feel like after watching it, I was like, oh, I feel like there's like a lot of male energy in that house. And, um, you know, you came on and you were like, I'm here to win. I'm not, you know, I'm not here to make friends. Like, um, such an American move. I was, I was telling them, I was like, that was me first year. Of yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, but for me, like watching the show, I was like, nah, if they're living in that house, there is definitely like a lot of male energy happening. And were, were you feeling, were you isolated during that process? I know it was only like five yeah. weeks or something, right? That you were, or wait, what did, what did they say, Cameron? Was it five days? No, yeah, it was like five days of, five days. Five, yeah, five days five, of filming. Five, five days of filming. Oh, okay. Five days right. of filming, one month of being there. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Oh, with, with the, think about the quarantine yeah, yeah, yeah. time. So, so what was the it? quarantine time? What was it like Did for you? Did you meet each other during the quarantine? That? No. Okay. So, so. First off, let me start by saying this. Um, let's go to the beginning. We get there, we have to self-isolate, we have to quarantine in an Airbnb. Me, the camera crew, uh, the directors, anyone from America or out of the country. So Gustavo, me, Topher, Matt, Six, um, Artie, the owner of Dedic Tour with Matt and Rebecca. Um, who else? Oh, and Austin Nunes, the director. So we were all stuck in this house. So, okay, male energy everywhere, except for Gustavo, that's a lady. <laughs> and we Gustavo, love that lady. <laughs> Gustavo's an implant away from being me, I'm telling you. Um, so he was basically the only feminine energy. Everyone else is so masculine. Um, so I went from there for three weeks and then we all got in this little fucking van to drive an hour to um, wherever we filmed. I forgot where we filmed, um, but we drove down to the countryside to go to the mansion to film and all the cast members met each other there with the exception of me and Gustavo. Um, oh my God, should I be saying this? Like, well, Gustavo's actually gonna be on next week. So we're gonna talk to Gustavo as well. We're gonna be talking to him next week, yeah. so. Okay, so yeah, so me and Gustavo knew each other um, prior. Uh, and then we get there and I was like, I knew there was oh, obviously like, you have, you have, you, yeah, so. Um, so well, what happened? Oh yeah, we got to the house and there was no other girls except for Sophie and Rebecca, obviously, but they're they're like two of my best friends for like three years now. So it's like, I, I, we didn't- it wasn't, And they I give off a lot of gay someone. male energy too. <laughs> <laughs> big, big dick energy, yeah. So we got there and I was just like, fuck, I, I, that's what you're talking about, the opening scene when I came in. I said, I hope there's another girl coming and there wasn't. And I knew that would be a problem. And a lot of gay males don't understand this or girls for that matter. But when you're the only chick in the house, 
the gays flock together. I consider myself like a homegirl, like one of the gays, one of the fags, you know what I'm saying? And girl, it's like, <laughs> that wasn't the case in the house. And in episode three, when we were in the jacuzzi, that's what that fight was about. Well, see, um, they, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't show the whole thing. They didn't give a backstory. See, they didn't, that's what so we I, lacked a little bit during season one. We 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 mm-hmm. lacked some exposition, you know, when and, and like figuring out more about about you all as characters. I I think that we were kind of den- yeah. denied that. But I'm gonna tell you, Queen, like the you, the you and Tyree situation. I so we have a group chat, and when I was watching it, I was like five minutes in. <laughs> Then I was like texting. Uh, I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling like I might be having problematic thoughts, but I don't know. This is making me really kind of think that non-binary people is not the same as trans people. And 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 I was like, who can I tell? Oh, it's not. I was like, who can I talk about, about this? So I literally texted two of my favorite trans people who are from Tennessee. So I was like, oh, well, if I say anything ignorant, they're not gonna hold it against me. So, yeah. but, but, but this is how Slag Wars was so, uh, revolutionary because then because of th- five minutes into that episode I went into an hour-long dialogue with two people and I learned so much more and I was like that's when I texted back to the to the gals on this show and I was like all right it's a good show all right <laughs> bringing the people together yeah and starting yeah, yeah, conversations yeah. that sounds so cheesy but like they really were conversations that you know so, you're not going to call Tennessee. You, so that's what i want to talk to you about oh go ahead i was myself. going to ask were you surprised that the show brought up so much like going into it did, were you surprised the conversations that were brought up on the show that happened wasn't I the one that brought up every conversation on that show? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's... Well, see, well, you know, when it comes to, like, the Tyrese and you situation and the non-binary storyline and whatnot, when they were doing their confessional and they were like, uh, uh, well, you know, you would think that the trans person and the non-binary person would be on the same page. And I was like, ew, I don't like the way that sounds coming out of your fucking mouth. Like, it's, it seemed to me, I was like... Uh, I think you need to get in line because that's not your your story. And if that was a thing, then why weren't you and Nikki like friends right off being community? Right. And, and I'm sure that right. they were chatting so, with the gays. Why didn't you render her as your ally? Right, 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 right. right. Okay, so let's talk about a few things. So uh, the topics of the show were brought up. Yes. Um, I would say because of me, I brought up the topic about Kevin not being a sex worker and it was the truth. And when we got there and I saw how muted and melodramatic the cast was, no offense to you bitches, but you were, and you talk like this and you don't want to do the drama thing. But guess what? This show, I came into the show knowing what we were doing because Daddy Couture is my family, Sophie, Rebecca, Matt are my family. I know exactly what we were trying to do with this project. And it was supposed to be a voice for topics that every single one of us and that go through, every stigma in the gay community goes through and nobody was giving anything. So I sat there and I was like, so Kevin, you don't do sex work, why? Why are you here, are you a fangirl? Like point blank. Tyrese, you ignored me, but you talk about all this inclusivity, but didn't even fucking say hello to me every day. And it's just bullshit. And then when I was riding the cock, why is a trans girl riding a cock? I'm a fucking cop. Why can't I be a chick with a dick that likes to fuck boys? So guess what? I'm fucking this chicken. Do you know what I'm saying? There's so many different things that could that could have been that the cast wasn't giving because and even like like when Tyrese said black lives still matter 
Uh, oh my God, I said it with Sophie's accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Black Lives Still Matter. And I was so proud of them for saying that because I was like, finally one thing we got, right? And then, um, and yes, that fight with Tyrese was because of the whole like, the, the Brits stuck together. Then Gustavo was in his room sleeping the whole time we're eating. Sleeping or eating, um, oh, I figured, I figured it was that, yeah. <laughs> sleeping or eating or working out or in my bed watching something with me, you know, like me and him are very I mean, close. it was great to see your, uh, and not knowing that you guys were uh, known each other prior to that, seeing you guys, your relate, you're in Gustavo's relationship and the energy that you guys, like, like that fetish uh, challenge, get out of here. Like it was a breath of fresh air to see <laughs> yeah. something like that, something authentic. Yeah, like you two yeah. supported each other yeah, so much. That was it another. Was, yeah, that was another topic to bring to be brought up um, about um, fetishizing in our community, muscle tops not being able to be feminine. I said, Gustavo, I'm putting fishnets and heels on you, bitch. I was like, it was yeah, was, I want to worship your you. chemistry yeah, was but, great. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came out amazing. Um, and you're also yeah, the I only was- person that performed like you're the only person that like when it came down to it like when you're watching the show and whatnot and you're like uh when they did their talent show or whatever you're like you 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 gave us a performance where I was like oh yeah and don't get me wrong I'm not gonna try to take away from Tyrese uh but like like that yeah, was a number, but like, sure. but like, but like when we, we when we that was a, that was fine. I mean, if if you were really good, you'd know that the spotlight didn't move, so you wouldn't do something that would get down on the ground and you kind of lose your light. And you know what? We didn't get that from fucking Nikki. Nikki knew where her light was, and I was like, "Come on, bitch, that's a performance." And then I think I'm the only one that kind of rehearsed. The fact that you, the fact that you started that show, the fact that you you went first on that 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 show. We were like, I was like, oh my God, this must be a really great show. Like if, if they're right, going to so start with Nikki and she's going to do that, it better. And then I, I was like, right, right before I went on stage, Tyrese was like, I really want to win this. And I went, well, good luck. I've been a showgirl for 17 years. And the one thing I don't do is lose drag competitions, darling. So sit down. And then, because <laughs> I kind of, I was trying to psych them out. Anyways, so, uh, <laughs> and I went up and I did my thing. Now my thing is it said cabaret, right? Mm-hmm. My whole thing is I'm, I'm, everything that they gave me was literal. Every challenge, bare butt beauty, I came out butt naked, you know, with sensor mm-hmm. signs on me. Like okay. I did everything lit- literal to what they asked for, you know? And um, yeah, Tyrese. So Tyrese, I guess, was the only other performer, really. Um, Ty- Tyrese is in a show, girl. Tyrese. I think Go-Go's at Heavens and at G-A-Y in London. Um, so Tyrese does have um, experience on the stage. But again, for me, this is a TV show. I get you're not in drag, but girl, it's a head-to-toe look. And um, we start, we didn't we didn't finish talking about the whole non-binary. Oh, no, please. Yes, no, please pick it up. No, no. Yeah, Can well, we talk about that? Yeah. I want to I wanna say something because this gets brought up a lot. And, you know, I... No, I, everyone's like, how do you not know Tyrese was non-binary in the house? Like, I didn't fucking know. And Tyrese walks around in a white beater with their mustache and a chain around uh, their neck and some cargo pants. How am I supposed to know you don't identify as male? 
you know when you're when you're uh representing when you're not vocal when you're representing masculine Uh, yeah not talking and that's okay if that's how you feel but you need to express that to me you can't go into a gas station and expect people to call you them when they don't know so you know what i'm saying so you're saying like when you were in the house you guys didn't really have a rapport whatsoever no we did not have we did not have conversation no that's what that whole fight was about in the jacuzzi it was real i was sick of the bullshit i was so done it was so annoying to be that girl in the house full of gay boys. And that's when Tyrese was like, I'm not one of the gay boys. And I was like, what are you? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and that's why when they were like, oh, it's the same struggle. It's it's not the same. Uh, no, I, listen, I say this with wholeheartedness, like to anyone non-binary watching this, we don't have the same struggle. My my people get shot in the street and beat up. You know, Eden, Jocelyn, and Jocelyn just got beat the fuck up in Hollywood. Tyrese gets to walk outside with the mustache, the the tank top and the cargo pants and the worst you get is sir. Like it's not our same struggle. However, I do respect you. I respect your gender identity. I expect, I respect how you feel and that's okay. But I don't want people saying we have the same struggle because y'all don't know what I've been through. Absolutely. And, what I've done. Because and, and how many guns I've had put up to my fucking head and been called a freak. I mean, girl, you were, you came from Florida. You were, you were from New York to Florida. <laughs> like you became a drag queen in Florida. So do you have a drag? New York. Do you have a drag mom? Oh, do you have a drag mother? Drag. Are you from a drag fan? Are you, do you have a drag mother? Or are you? Yes, 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 yes. So um, there's a lot. So I started drag. Um, well, I was a homeless 14 year old. Um, I stumbled upon a gay bar called Chambers in Tampa, Florida. And um, actually, I probably know a lot of people. If you're from Tennessee, I know a lot of people. Oh, no, from, I'm not from Tennessee. I know uh, uh, some people. You know, you know, Tranny's from Tennessee. Yes, God, yes, okay, yes. Yes. Okay, great. So we are, um, Florida is known for its drag. And in, in Florida, we are the drag queens. Trans women are drag queens. Um, it's, it's very opposite of LA. LA is very non-accepting of trans people doing drag. I'm very looked down upon out there for that. But um, but praised by, aud- oh, praised by audience members. But girls in the show, they're like, or like other trans girls, they're like, you're trans. You're not supposed to do drag. I'm like, girl, fuck off. Never come to Florida. Cause they'll beat you the <coughs> fuck up. We got Casey Anthony out here. You don't want to see what the rest of us can do. Yeah. You know? Not Casey Anthony. So, don't make me. <laughs> yeah, girl, you thought she was the worst of Florida? You get the girls on your back. It's a problem. Yeah. So, anyways, um, what were we talking about? Yeah, I do drag. You got a drag mother. You, you got a drag mother. Like you're from a, like a family. Oh, so I, I started drag because of um, going to chambers as this homeless kid selling drugs and seeing the queens. And I got brought into the House of Summers from Jocelyn Summers. Yeah. Um, she was my original like person like it's like imposed when you're homeless and the mother takes you into the house that's how it was for me um it li- poses a literal literal story of what we go through and um yeah I got brought into the house of summer she housed me she clothed me she bathed not bathed me but uh she fed me she helped me get in drag so I could make money do competitions balls um yeah and then, um, you know, what? a lot of my, insp- I have a lot of drag mothers after that. I started taking inspiration from Erica Andrews, Tandy Andrews, Tanisha Cassidyne. Um, There's a lot of girls that have really helped me. And um, I am a 52 time, nas- not national, 52 time title holder. Um, within a few years of doing drag, I, I won all those pageants with the help of all these women. I won a national pageant in 2014 and, um, 
here we are. And, and it had yeah, the draggiest true. exit from uh, Slag Wars because you said, you've already changed my life, changed someone else's. And I was just like, well, here's I was the very bippity boppity. Yeah, I want it. So here's the thing. I was going to say, I was like, you were just telling us how confident you were. You were like, boo, you're going to lose. And then you quit. You, you bowed out or you. I didn't quit, girl. Do you know about me? Have you done your research? I already worked for the company. That was the prize. I didn't want to work for them again. Was that the prize? The- well, we was that the yeah, prize? We didn't I know the prize. I was like, the- there is no yeah. prize. That was not made clear. That was not made clear. It was made clear. No. We, need a, we need a third representative for the company. It, they say it in the preview. In the yes, they do. I have You You all have been swearing that is not the case. And I've been saying that on Nobody, every Nobody, nope. I'm telling you, here's the thing. I don't know if Slag Wars is a show you watch when you smoke a bunch of L's, you fucking yes. get, well, yeah. you do some lines, you drink some shots. It's TV. Right. Yeah, of course I'm high. Everyone's like, but what's the prize? I'm like, we say it a million times. I want to be the next doctor. I want to be the next. So if you know Sophie and Rebecca, they own. Uh, Daddy Couture, which is what the cocktail right, right. lo- t-shirts and everything is, you know, and yeah, the prize was to join the tribe. They say it in the last episode too. Well, I mean, you know, I- why should you join our tribe? Uh, here's the thing. I'm already part of that tribe. I've worked for the company for three. I said it in my speech. I already have the prize. Go change someone else's life now. So here's the thing. I didn't quit. I really wanted them to change someone else's life. They've saved mine. I tried killing myself in January. And so Rebecca called me when I was filling up the bathtub to draw myself. I already got my fucking prize from her. They hired me. I'm part of their company. I have my own t-shirt on their fucking website. Like I already have what I need from them. And I honestly, (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you, no offense to Tyrese, but I thought me saying that they would have given it to Kane because Kane needed this platform. It was like, we were like, it's going to go to Kane, right? Like, and that's immediately what we thought. We were, because like, if, if you're, if you're checking boxes, I feel like Kane got them. Yeah. You know, but anyway. Yeah. um, Let's take a break. And let's be honest. Let's be on. Wait, really quick before we break. Um, you said, I'm so mad that you were so confident in the beginning, like, quit. Girl, did you honestly think they weren't going to crown me if I said that? They were going to trust. Obviously. I mean, I'm not <laughs> trying to be this cocky bitch. Well, no, no, because you were like, who else wait, you literally looked at it and you're like, Rebecca, whatever you're thinking. And I'm like, this bitch is soap opera. That's what it was. I was like, this bitch is a soap. And I turned up the TV. Uh, <laughs> let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we have listener questions uh, of the week. So we'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. So fun today. Listeners, if uh, we do these questions, concerns, comments, critiques every week. So if you would like yours read on this show by one of us three illiterate fucks, then all you have to do is go to the TonySotoShow.com and it's right at the top. It says contact Tony Soto. That's me, comes to me. Who's gonna kick us off this week with our questions? Uh, Let's talk about Jeremy Loves Feet. (sighs) so excited that you're getting slags i loved slag war so much your reviews on patreon were funny and fair the tony soto show is such a great podcast i have a question for nikki since feet 
since feet was not your kink on the show, I would love to know what kinks you are into. Thank you for making the United States and the trans community proud. Oh, wonderful. Um, What's your kink? What's your kink, Nikki? What's your list of kinks, Nikki? Okay. Um, I have a kink that I've never done before. Oh. Mm. I've actually never attempted it. I don't know what kind of porn you guys watch, but I do jerk off to Fraternity X and Sketchy Sex, where it's one guy getting plowed by a room full of just like frat guys. I like that. Oh, um, I, I know what you're talking I do about. Like, I do like that Sketchy Sex. I do like it. It's a little, it's like, it's like oh, you can I vacuum your carpet, but sex. why, you know? When you have a tongue, yeah. Why would you vacuum your carpet? So um, that is a thing. Um, also, for a while, it was underarms, like while I'm getting like plowed, like his arms like over me and I just like see it. And I'm like, uh, cause it's, I was in a relationship where I was not um, privileged enough to have sex cause the guy I was dating was um, not into me cause I was trans. It was so weird, I don't ask, it's so annoying. Um, but yeah, so I was like my whole adult life I was deprived of masculinity in the bedroom. So like now when I'm getting like fucked or something, I like to see a guy's like masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, that's why I told Gustavo, like put your arm up in that picture. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Diana, what's your kink, Diana? Diana, what's your kink? Oh, well, I, I've also stumbled into the world of many, many frat boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm jealous. There's there's just this like I don't know there's something to be said about like kind of being confused <laughs> like what's gonna happen next? Close your eyes and take the dick, bitch. Yeah. Exactly. You know this is why if Diana truly is the mom of the Tony Soto show, she's the cool mom because she says weird <laughs> shit like that. You know, uh, Maxwell King. Um, do I? I don't know. I mean, I like armpits. I'm into spit. Um, I like. Oh, I, like, I miss spit. I, Don't you admit? Can we just have a moment of silence for spit? Yes. Taco Bay isn't really yeah, into right. spit. So I like have to live that fantasy. Just come to Florida. You oh, I'm not going to let anybody from Florida spit in my mouth, sweetie. Like, <laughs> oh, no. My, my grandma lives there. I've been there. I'm not going to let anybody spit in my mouth from Florida. On that note, let's oh, yeah. move. No, no, no. What's your let's king? Move. What's your king, wait, wait, wait. Tony? Oh, what's my yeah, king? My yeah. Um, I love short guys. Is that a kink? Really? I'm also on that one. Yeah, I'm into. You would, you would love just because I'm six three, so yeah. I like, uh, I like, uh, you know, five nine and below is is great. Like, <laughs> can I, can I tell you what the past two months, my kink, the past two months has developed? I just thought yes. about it. Um, the world, the world of gender has like stopped in the gay community. Yeah. And gay, gay boys have been flocking to me like little twinks. And it's been so hot for me to like fuck gay boys, knowing that they've never been with a girl before with a dick. Like it's so hot that. to me. And I, that's what I've been doing. Like, oh, 
I mean, I've been. Isolated. You better fuck those twinks. You better. Like, girl, I've been. They were like, girl, I meet them at parties and stuff. And they're like, oh my god, are you Nikki from Fly Wars? I love you so much. And I'm like, do you want to go in the bathroom, babe? And they would go fuck them, girl. It's so hot. You know, it's so and funny. Yes, I'm using my fame and fortune to fuck a little twinks in bathrooms. Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> sometimes I wonder about like uh, neighbors that walk down the hallway when I'm recording this show and I say things like, you better fuck those twinks. And uh, yes. with no reference, no reference to them. At you better all. just be thankful you live at the end yeah. of the hall. <laughs> okay, right by the dumpsters, right by the dumpsters. Where are you where she oh <laughs> uh, okay, so wait, we have Scott from Taiwan. And oh, he I says remember her. Oh, this is our this is this is our friend Scott from Taiwan. I yes. Him. Uh, a frequent writer, actually one of her most frequents. And he says, it's me again. I got turned on to Slag Wars. I'm hearing about it on your show. I was happily surprised to see my friend's doppelganger. Nikki looks very similar to my friend. My friend is a cis white girl in Southern Alberta, Canada, although she is LGBT friendly and cool. I'm just not sure how she would take it if I compared, to her, compared her to a trans woman. I think Nikki is gorgeous and talented, but I'm just not sure how my friend would react. Do I introduce her to Slag Wars and tell her that I think she looks like Nikki or do I just keep this comparison in my head? You better tell her she looks like Nikki. Yeah. Why the hell would you not? It's, look at the name. I'm, I'm looking at Nikki right now being like, I wish I looked like Nikki. No, I, do you get that a lot too? That you have like that you look like a lot of people? Because I've seen like two bitches on The Bachelor who looks like you. Girl, I have so many people go, "Oh my god, you look just like my cousin." Oh my god, you look just like my girlfriend. It's crazy, you know. I did Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I got contacted for that because Kim said I looked like her sister. Like it was just so annoying. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." Mm -hmm. Yes, girl. So I um I get that quite often um and to mr taiwan listen to me bitch um i'm someone you want to tell someone they look like i promise you that but uh i'm just kidding <laughs> but i don't i don't this is the thing about gender and it's what i fucking hate i'm scared should i tell her she looks like a trans woman no, just be like hey there's this bitch on tv that you yeah. look like yeah. why do you have to tell her what's yeah, why, yeah. why don't you say that you, like you look like this girl why do you have to tell someone What's in between my fucking legs? Yeah. Stop. That's my business. Yeah. Mind yours. You look like tell your friends. It's, you look just like this sexy big bitch on Flag Wars. Point period. Yeah. And then let them find out and make their own fucking uh uh right. bullshit. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So who's rapping the Me. show? Liz writes. I too loved slag wars, but I was wondering your opinion on lesbians having a place at the slag table. I think casting should open it up. Thoughts? There's some slutty uh, lesbians out there, right, Nikki? Come on, there's some slutty dykes out there. We love a slutty lesbian. You guys, there was les there was lesbians on the show. Me and Sophie fool around all the time together. Oh my gosh, we love that. Well, that would have. I fucked Sophie. We 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 we. Sophie sucks my dick in the shower. <laughs> um. So I guess I, I I guess what she means is lesbians with vaginas. So um, yes. Um, so, you know, you guys, we had, we had a very short time frame to do this. Um, they, you know, they ended up using people on the show that have worked with the company before, you know, so obviously, um, during COVID and, you know, laws and travel laws and this, and then filming laws, uh, we weren't allowed to open up to a lot of people. Um, we had to get everyone tested. We wanted to make sure that everyone was safe. So yeah, of course, baby, please go watch, um, 
Sophie and Rebecca talk about what they have in store for season two on Bob the Drag Queen's last review, first first impressions. They talk about they want they want lesbians, they want bears, they want um, more trans people, they want more people of color, they want fat, skinny, black, purple, green, or aliens if they wanted to. They they want it all. Um, I mean, I feel like that was such a big thing of the show. Like all of those things are mm -hmm. slags. Yeah. Like, you know, like what is yeah. a slag? No, no, no. A slag is anyone that possesses these qualities of yeah. oppressing, I mean, um, killing oppression, killing stigmas, killing anything negative in our community. So if you're a lesbian and you're a slag, bitch, apply. We're going to have an open audition and I hope everyone does apply. For sure, we're, we're not like RuPaul's Drag Race. We don't turn people down oh, yes. because of who they are. Oh yes, preach. Yeah, so ladies, so ladies and gentlemen, apply if you're slagging us. Do you know what I want my fans to be called? What? Slaggers. Uh, <laughs> I'm a proud slagger. I'm a proud slagger. Nikki, did you have fun on the show? I'll tell you something. The Tony Soto show was fun because I got to just say stuff. Like I like to get my kink is to get fucked by 10 million guys at one time. So yeah, um, other things I had to censor a little bit. Tell people where we can find you on the internet though. So uh, Instagram is at Nikki Monet, N-I-C-K-Y-M-O-N-E-T. So, and then <laughs> all of my adult stuff, Twitter and OnlyFans, it's backwards, Monet Nikki. Yes, check her. You want to know why? Why? Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. So Miss Monet, if you're nasty. It's kind of clever. So you, um, all my adult work is Monet Nikki. You must um, support so Nikki Monet. She's a stunner. Uh, you must, and I'm having a half off on OnlyFans right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a t-shirt on daddycouture.com, daddy-couture.com. It says, some girls have dicks, get over it. And it is a picture of me in some leather with a whip. Um, the outfit that me and Gustavo took that foot fetish picture of. So, <laughs> love. so yes, um, please support me. I haven't worked in 11 months. I just got down here to Florida because I have to work or I'm homeless. So everyone that's telling me I'm an asshole because I'm working during the pandemic can suck my big fat cock because um, people need to work and people need to live. So I'd rather choose to work in Florida with Casey Anthony than be homeless on the street and die. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Diana. Uh, you can, I, love <laughs> I love you too. I'm so glad that I could agree with you that being fucked by a bunch of college-age strangers sounds delightful. <laughs> um, and you can find more musings like that at Diana D. Triple E Luna. And you can see your monthly moon on Patreon. Um, yeah, and keep sending us presents. Oh, that's the Tony Soto Show Patreon for anyone who's been asking. Oh, any yeah, questions. it's not my the own Tony Patreon. Soto I don't, show. That's that what it's under, the Tony Soto Show. Uh, Maxwell? You can see me on Twitter fantasizing about getting railed by a bunch of college kids at me <laughs> underscore LGBTina. Um, or you could maybe see if I'm doing shit on Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully things turn out good. It's Wednesday, the inauguration day today. <laughs> so um, I hope LGBT. That's me, LGBT. <laughs> I love you. Your girl. How many, how many bong hits did you get into today, Maxwell? Me? Not that many. Why? Yeah, you. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, if, uh, is, is that it for you? Yeah. Catch me crying online. 
if you like the Tony Soto show, please find our iTunes page and subscribe to it, like it, rate it, leave a comment. That's nice. Um, I do the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey live. That's the more political side. Tune in into that anywhere podcasts are streamed. Uh, check me out on. Uh, I'm sorry, looking at my my little calendar here on the 25th for Queer Slam on Zoom. So follow Queer Slam on Instagram. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. Next week, we'll have Gustavo. Yay. We'll be wrapping up our slaggy month of January. Uh, until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.